I'm here with Dorothy Gould. Um, she has lived experience of mental illness and she is the representative of NSUN, that's the National Survivor User Network, who I'm sure many of you listening will know very much about. Dorothy, um, give us your kind of overall feeling now about this day. We're at the end of this um, MHA review day. Um, what are you taking away from today? And particularly, having spoken at the, the event, what do you think needs to change in mental health services so that people who are detained have more of a kind of rights-based approach to how they're cared for? Yeah, I mean, I guess the query I've been left with about today is whether there really will be moves to make fundamental changes. So at the moment, under the Mental Health Act, um, we don't have the same rights as other people, and even with the review, that goes a certain way but it still leaves us with sort of half rights um, and what a lot of us are campaigning for is implementation of the convention that a lot of us helped to put together the United Nations Convention on Rights of Persons with Disabilities I think other issues are there's such an inbuilt assumption in the act that mental disorder is a valid concept but in actual fact there's a lot of challenge to whether there is a proper scientific basis for that in the way there is for physical illness. Similarly there's considerable challenge to the use of psychiatric drugs partly again on are they scientifically proven and then of course you know the huge damage that they can also do with people diagnosed with serious mental illnesses dying 15 to 20 years earlier. Um, I'm concerned about misconceptions about risk. For example, being detained is supposed to keep you safe, but for me, the experience of being on a ward was really intensely unsafe, so it, the two really don't seem to sort of go together. Um, and also... You know, I'm very aware from my own experience that many more of us are subject to violence and abuse than ever um, get involved in those. Um, I think another thought for me is I'm concerned about capacity definitions, partly how well they stand up anyway, um, but the Mental Health Act rests heavily on ideas about lack of capacity but the Mental Health Act review um, also um, doesn't look at ways that people who really are struggling who might be at the moment labelled as not capable of deciding ways of really making sure that people are given the tools to make decisions I mean for things like sort of supportive decision making um, so I'd really on a fundamental level, I'd like that sort of taken into account as well, because I think otherwise, one is there's going to be a bit of a two-tier system if some people are decided to be capable and others aren't. But I think there's also a big risk that quite a lot of us will be kind of pulled into a definition of not having capacity, you know, when we, we perhaps have. Um, so I guess there are all those things, and I suppose the other thought that was going through my mind today is I really don't think people have yet grasped what the United Nations Convention on Rights of Persons with Disabilities means. I don't think people have got any sense often of the alternatives that there can be, which really can provide the sort of crisis care um, that 
is meant to be provided under the Mental Health Act sort of at the moment. And I'd really like to see um, a really big move to get really good information you know, to politicians, to academics, to um, purchasers, providers, people using services themselves. Um, again, so that people are sort of aware of it and can kind of build from there. Um, so I guess those are some of the thoughts I've left with. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a kind of day-to-day sort of existential dread that we have as human beings mm. living in this country at the moment and we can feel quite helpless and that's certainly true of a lot of people living with mental illness. I wanted to ask what your kind of most hopeful positive reflection was of this area at the moment. I think probably in the afternoon there were more notes that I felt positive about because the morning felt a bit removed from me as someone with lived experience, whereas in the afternoon when there were more direct presentations about that, I felt more encouraged. And if it actually really happens, then I feel very encouraged about the note on providing funding for user-led research, um, because I think there's a kind of research we can do which would create a real value, because we'll be coming in from their own experiences and asking questions and exploring things that often don't get explored otherwise.